Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. Rest is the tangible expression of God's presence. It's physical, it's emotional, mental, and spiritual. When we practice rest, we will feel the touch of God, we'll hear his voice, and we will experience his presence so much more strongly in our lives. Rest is something that we receive, and it comes to displace any negative that may be trying to infiltrate our lives. I love the idea that rest is a weapon. And as we learn to see it as such, we can practice it in order to guard our inner territory. So to empower you to rest in the Lord and to experience his presence in this way, I have a clip for you. And as you listen to it, ask the Holy Spirit how he wants to upgrade and increase your rest. So in Genesis 2, by the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. God will always bless your rest. Always. There has never been, since I learned rest, there has never been a time when God has not blessed that rest and honored that rest and sanctified my rest. In other words, set aside peace for me, set aside rest for me. So for me, therefore, when God blesses something and sanctifies it and sets it apart, what that means is rest is always available as an absolute essential for life. So every circumstance you encounter already has rest in the issue. No matter how hard, no matter how harsh, no matter how difficult, no matter how awful, every single circumstance has rest because it's the one thing that God has blessed and sanctified in terms of his relationship with you. So it's available always. Ephesians 2.6, I think, is a mirror image of those verses in, uh, in Genesis when it says that we have been raised up with him and seated together with him in heavenly places. That whole sense of being seated together is all about rest. When you sit down, you relax. You're in an attitude of rest. You're taking a weight off. You're taking a load off. You're sitting down. You're relaxed. Your whole mindset shifts when you sit. Yeah? It's just something comes to you. There's a peace that comes to you. In the natural, something happens physically to your body when you sit. You relax, you rest, you, you have that moment. Yeah? What's true in the natural, true in the spirit, to be seated is an attitude of rest. Rest is physical, rest is emotional. And rest is mental and spiritual. It's the tangible expression of God's presence. Rest. Um, in Exodus thirteen fourteen, uh, God's promise to Moses was, My presence shall go with you, 
and I will give you rest. We are not a people looking for the presence of God. We already have it. He's inside us. Yeah? You can't get any more presence than that inside you. Anything that happens externally, fabulous bonus, but you don't actually need it. But it is a great bonus. Now, who doesn't want the physical, tangible touch of God on their life? And you will get it. But here's the thing. If you practice rest, you'll feel the touch of God so much more. If you practice rest, you'll hear His voice physically. If you practice rest, you'll feel His breath. You'll feel His hand as a physical thing. Because He is very tangible. He understands all relationships have to be tangible at some point. They have to touch. They have to connect. You know, And that's a physical thing. It's an emotional thing. And if you practice rest, you will feel the presence of God so much more strongly in your own life. Now, rest is something that we receive. Uh, so we must be a willing to allow rest to displace the opposite. And I think that's where we partner with God. You know, you can't... Um, you can't trust the Lord and be anxious. Yeah, because those two things are incompatible. They can't exist in the same space at the same time. One of them has to go and you get to choose. So life in the Spirit is we have been given this incredible freedom to choose what God is doing. So trust, anxiety, it's a no-brainer. Choose. Choose what you're going to think. Choose how you're going to see. Choose how you're going to connect. You have the power and the freedom to choose. That's what Jesus died to give you. So we need to displace the opposite of rest. So it's impossible to rest all the time you're fearful, panic-driven, uh, full of anxiety or worry. So rest comes to displace any negative that may be trying to infiltrate your life. So rest is a weapon, and you need to see it as a weapon. Rest is a sword in your hand, and you can put to death, you can put to the sword anxiety, lack of peace, unrest, worry, fear, and so on and so forth. So what does that look like to you? You know, to see rest as a sword. That you can cut away from your circumstance the thing that you don't need to affect you wrongly. I mean, this is a partnership here. You know, worry and anxiety and fear are not going to go away by themselves. They need to be helped to leave the premises. Yeah? They need some assistance. They need the left boot of fellowship. Yeah? It's, all, it's like, you know, see you, don't want to be you. You get them out. You push them away. Yeah? Rest is brilliant because if rest takes up residence, then a part of that rest is actually militant against the negative. Rest will go after the negative. Yeah? Because you can't have those two things in the same space at the same time. So you're choosing to partner with rest. Rest is a gift, but then you have to work to partner with that gift and make it work. In other words, you have to learn to say no to a negative, And rest helps you do that. There's a principle of rest in all of life. 
So uh, in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 4 and 5, it talks about a Sabbath rest and also even a year of rest. Rest is a really serious business in the kingdom. That God you know, gave us at least one day a week to rest. And it's really important that you take a day a week to rest and be yourself, be with friends, be with the Lord, but actually do as little as possible on that day. And take a rest, uh, think about who you are, think about what's going on, and just make sure that you reorientate yourself if you're a little out of sorts and so on. Leviticus 26, 34-35 talks about even the land needs rest from production. It talks about rotating your land so that, you know, um, so that a part of your land is always fallow. It's not actually being seeded for a crop. The land is resting. So you can build it up. You can build up the soil texture and the soil nutrients and so on um, so that you don't exhaust the land. Parts of your land need to be at rest. It's there in all of creation. Yeah? God gave every creature the ability to sleep or rest and so on. Because rest is a key part of everything he is and everything that he does. He only operates out of rest. Yeah, He may get lots of urgent requests, (laughs) but he only ever operates out of a place of rest. That's why Jesus could say, that's why he was the Prince of Peace. And he could say, my peace I give you. Because peace is something to be guarded. Peter the Apostle wrote that in his letter. That, you know, God, let the peace of God guard your heart. So rest is a sentry over your life. You put it at the entry point of your life. You put it at the gate of your life. That anything that wants to come in, it's going to have to get through peace. Yeah? So the job of peace is to keep stuff, negatives, out there and never allow them in here. You have to guard your inner territory and rest enables you to do that. I hope this clip helps you to see not only the importance of rest, but also its power in our lives. Rest is designed to be the sentry over our hearts, to guard our inner place and to keep us refreshed in the presence of God. To learn more about how you can make this practice a part of your relationship with God and also engage with rest as a weapon, go to brilliantbookhouse.com and search for the practice of rest. Thank you for joining me.